Hello and welcome to A Smashing Theory, the ultimate prediction podcast for Super Smash Bros. and other video games. I'm Daniel. And I'm Sean. And welcome back to our E3 prediction coverage. Yeah, here we are. Last time we did part one, which was all the non-Nintendo related stuff, but we know why you're, why you're here. We're, you're here for Smash Bros. and Smash Bros. adjacent things, like, you know, whatever Nintendo's doing. Right. And we are ready to talk about that. But we're not actually ready to talk about that because we always do corrections and news. So, corrections. <laughs> Here's some corrections. You feel a little rusty there, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> My energy level is bad. I actually do feel as though we haven't recorded an episode of A Smashing Theory in like a thousand years somehow. <laughs> and I yeah, it was just like we, two weeks had, ago. Well, yeah. We had like a Smashing Debate. Did we have a Beep Boop Soup in between? We might have had a Beep Boop Soup yeah. in between. Like, there's just a lot of t- time... Yeah, where we were doing other things. But first, some corrections from our previous episode. Right. Uh, last episode, we did a giveaway for Indie Pogo. Yeah. Uh, thanks again to Lowbro Studios for giving us codes for that. That was really good. One of the things I forgot to mention, mm-hmm. I mentioned a bunch of like confirmed upcoming characters for Indie Pogo. Sure. Uh, one I forgot to mention was one of my favorites, actually, Ooh. and that's Octodad. <laughs> From Octodad, Dadliest Catch. That's a great get. That's such a good decision. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it it really is. And uh, I can't believe I forgot him. I'm I'm excited to see what they do with him. Yeah. Whether they try to, like, do the awkwardness of his control scheme and Uh translate it in that game somehow. Or make him, like, the grappler. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I'd love Octodad to be the grappler. I would want him to have kind of the Isabel slash villager thing going on where most of his normals are like accidents, you know, <laughs> like just tripping and falling over and knocking something over. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that'd be great. But yes, uh, Octodad's an indie pogo, and so are a lot of other characters, and that game is cool. Yeah, so if you won the giveaway, congratulations. Yeah. If you didn't, go get you some indie pogo if you want. Yeah, it's like 15 bucks, you know, that's that's not a bad deal. Not at all. Yeah. There were a couple of dates that I, I either didn't have or weren't aware of okay. for E3 presentations. First, the Devolver Digital Conference, quote unquote, mm-hmm. is uh, going to be Sunday night, June 9th at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, that is basically right after the Bethesda conference ends. So right. Same same as the last couple of years. Well, hopefully it won't be the same in the sense that I won't hate it, but I don't <laughs> anticipate that coming to pass. Uh they already have, like, screen caps on their Twitter of, like, that presentation woman, like, bleeding out of the mouth. Oh, joy so... of joys. <laughs> so, uh, I'd say temper your expectations. Oh, they're so tempered that they don't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I also... tempered them into nothingness. Another uh, presentation that I w- just wasn't aware of is that there is going to be a kind of funny game showcase during hmm. E3. Uh, kind of Funny Game Showcase is kind of a new thing that started at the beginning of this year. Right. Uh, they did a they did just a a thing in January where they just showed off a bunch of indie games. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, there were a bunch of indie games announced. There were release dates announced for a lot of existing indie games. It was uh, it was it was pretty cool. They even had uh they even announced Judgment uh, right. for a, for a localized release in in that showcase so like they uh they they had some cool gets you know they had Mm -hmm. some some neat reveals and i anticipate there will also be neat reveals at this one i think uh 
I think kind of an indie games reveal special is a cool thing to have at E3. It's kind of what the PC gaming show should be, IMO. <laughs> and actually, I guess there's, like, Devolver Digital is a little bit of that. Limited Run Game Showcase is a little bit of that. Hmm. But uh, but now we got a third one, so there's I we're going to get a lot. A lot of indie games at E3. Yeah, I, I hadn't even heard of Kind of Funny Games before their first showcase. I guess they're a big deal, right? Yes? The, yeah, they're yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they are amongst the the biggest like patreons uh, like on patreon you know they they get like something like 50 to 60 thousand dollars a month yeah and you listeners can help us catch up to them by <laughs> <laughs> to our patreon patreon.com slash beep boop group yeah we just have uh we're so close fifty nine thousand nine hundred dollars to go <laughs> for thereabouts please help <laughs> Uh, but anyway, the Kind of Funny Game Showcase is June 10th mm-hmm. at 4.30 p.m. Pacific Time. So uh, so that's Monday, and we'll be watching that in the late afternoon. All right. Yeah. But the most important correction is that I mentioned that Amy, my girlfriend, played some Otome games on the Vita, <laughs> and one of them had a sexy fox man in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was incorrect. Amy has played a Otome with the sexy fox man in it, mm-hmm. but it's from the mobile game Arcana and not uh... a Vita Otome. The Otomes that Amy has played on the Vita are Period Cube and Code Realize. Period Cube is about a girl that gets sucked into an MMO. Okay. And, uh, you know, finds a bunch of sexy internet boys there. Sure. And uh, Code Realize is a game filled with sexy man versions of literary figures from a certain time period like uh like Lupin uh, and Van Helsing and Dr. Frankenstein. Just you know, just sexy sexy men versions of all those dudes. What would really happen in Period Cube is like she would get sucked into the MMO, she'd be in the town square, and all the sexy anime guys would be just walking around going like, Want to buy bag, five gold. <laughs> just like there'd be no sexiness at all. Are you are you kidding? She'd She'd get sucked into the MMO, and all the sexy guys would be like, "Are are you a girl? Are you a girl? Are, is that is that just your avatar? Are you right, a girl? That's are true. you a girl? Do you want some gold? Do you do you want do you want armor? Uh, want to give you bag and five gold? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, it would start with your thing and then end with my thing. Right? Yes, yeah. exactly. And uh, then the uh, the game would be over. Yeah, I'm <laughs> under the impression that Code Realize is a better game than that. I see. Yeah. Story is much more uh, immersive. Yeah, that makes sense. And hot. Oh! So so those are the corrections. But into actual Smash and Nintendo-related news. Right. One piece of news that's kind of floating around (laughs) uh, and that people have brought to my attention Mm -hmm. is that Sora has been, quote, deconfirmed, unquote, for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. (laughs) Uh, this guy going to a college in, like, France, uh-huh. he's not a college student yet, but he was visiting the college. I see. And while he was visiting the college, the vice president of Square Enix was also <laughs> visiting that college, like, kind of doing, like, a keynote-style thing. Not mm-hmm. quite, but, you know, he was, he was visiting that college. That college student took a picture and then asked him if Sora was going to be in the game and the vice president apparently said, we have no plans 
to put Sora in Smash Bros. Ultimate. Okay. Now, people are taking this and going, wow, I guess Sora's deconfirmed. Dusting that off. Goodbye, Sora. <laughs> the end. Man, I, I just, like, my tongue's getting really dry and I'm tasting something in there. I don't It's salt. <laughs> Tremendous amount of salt is filling the room where we're recording right now. I just, <laughs> like, this hearsay, <laughs> like, this this anecdote mm-hmm. that we got in a different language, right? Right? Like, he's, he, he, this, this entire thing was told in French, and first of all, I doubt that the vice president, maybe the vice president of of Square Enix just told him this to his face in perfect French. I don't know, but I have a feeling that there's a translator involved. Yeah. So first off, there's a touch of potential unreliability in what he said. Sure. Second of all, like this guy tweeted based on his memory of what the guy said, Mm -hmm. which could also be unreliable. Like he could also just be lying. He could also just be a fucking liar. Like, the vice president visited his his potential college. Uh-huh. Like he did take a picture of that. He was there. Right. But like, yeah, the there's no evidence of him actually having asked that question and getting it answered. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I just feel like there's there's a high potential for mistranslation. Like maybe the vice president actually said something be along along the lines of we have nothing to announce at this right, time, sure. right? Instead of we have no plans, mm-hmm. like I could easily see lines being crossed there, right? Sure. Now we all we're all pretty confident at this point that a Dragon Quest character is much more likely than Sora mm-hmm. being represented in Smash Bros. But I think this being counted as a deconfirmation <laughs> of Sora is the it's the it's the dumbest internet reaction I've seen in in a little while in okay. in 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 smash anyway yeah yeah that's my take i i actually agree with you i just think it's really funny that your reaction is like you're like a librarian and you've just discovered that a kid went into like the rare book section and ripped a bunch of shit out of <laughs> you know, an original copy of the odyssey you know <laughs> it's very very disappointed in the internet right now <laughs> I guess I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like I I just feel like Square Enix realizes that that Sora is a highly requested character. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to straight up confirm that he's not in the game. Sure. Uh in 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 a French college room to <laughs> to 13 students, you know. Yeah. I mean, I you know, for me, I just think that like I'm completely unwilling to believe that this thing actually happened without some kind of first party evidence, without a recording, without a video. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just for some random dude to be like, oh, yes, you know, the president of Square Enix, he was in the vice president, he was in the school, not the school I'm going. I mean, I'm going there, but, you know, it's not the school where I am. I was there. I was visiting. I was not there. Uh, either, you know, permanently on the Zen, he was like, uh, oh, uh, konnichiwa. I was like, oh, would you like, uh, could you tell me about Sora? He's like, uh, oh, you, yeah, we have no plans. Uh, anyway, you should believe me, even though I have no evidence. <laughs> Goodbye. Au revoir. Like, How... I, I'm not going for that. <laughs> How long were you waiting to break out that French accent? I thought of it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I can't... Uh... 
Like that's what it's one of those situations where like even if it turns out that Sora isn't in Kingdom uh, is Kingdom Hearts Jesus. <laughs> even if it turns out that Sora isn't in Smash, you can't point to that and go like, "See, I told you nerds." Yeah, you exactly. know, like it's just Exactly. It's, it doesn't it doesn't figure into the calculus at all. Exactly. I think there's plenty of reason that Sora could not be in Smash Brothers. Yeah. I this this is garbage. Get it out of my face. <laughs> But thank you for people who put it in my face so I could talk about it. Right. Uh, the the next piece of news is kind of a piece of upcoming news, and is kind of attached to the the E3 talk because sure. they're clearly prefacing E3 with this, and that is that there's going to be a Pokemon Direct on June 5th. Hmm. That's Wednesday, and it's happening at like 8 in the morning Central Time, which means that... The direct will have aired before this episode goes up on right. Thursday. Um, so by the time you listen to this, you'll already know what happened during the Pokemon direct. We're recording this beforehand, so we have no idea. Which means we can make some predictions, and you'll already know whether or not we're right. Um, so here's here's my thoughts. Obviously, they they want to they want to talk about Pokemon to a decent extent. I think they even said something like it's going to be like around fifteen minutes. Okay, right. So obviously, they don't want to take up an entire E3 Direct with that much Pokemon talk. Sure. It's also worth mentioning that they did that Pokemon business presentation last week. Right. Uh, where they revealed uh, Pokemon Home uh, and Pokemon, Pokemon Sleep. Sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And also Pokemon Masters, kind of this neat-looking gotcha mobile game where you uh, where you collect uh, trainers from throughout the history of uh, Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. The humans. <laughs> uh yeah and and they announced all those projects and inexplicably they did not even talk about a pokemon trading card game app right that takes cues from Yu-Gi-Oh! duel links like (laughs) god that that seems like the biggest no-brainer in the universe and they're still not doing it whatever fine um (laughs) wow even more salt in the room (laughs) i'm actually buried up to my shoulders right now can't move how am I going to stop this It's not my done? fault that so many missed opportunities. <laughs> uh, anyway. I don't um, know. It's, it's coming up to my mouth. I can't breathe. I died. I'm dead from salt. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so it'll be interesting to see how much like how much Pokemon talk we're going to see at this Pokemon Direct. I think they said that they're going to be focusing on Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Okay. So usually at this phase of the Pokemon marketing cycle, we get some major details, but not all the major details. Like, for example, in the Pokemon X and Pokemon Y marketing cycle, we did not know that Mega Pokemon were a thing until like a couple months before right. the game came out, right? They tend to hold on to some major features and and reveal them closer to the game coming out. So I don't think there's going to be a like an info dump of everything important there is to know about Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Sure, we'll be getting some more info later for sure. Okay, but uh, but I do think we'll get like some some good nuggets. You know, I think uh, I think they'll definitely show the legendaries. Okay, the box art legendaries will be revealed. During this direct, okay, um, you know, like a sword Pokemon and a shield Pokemon, 
And maybe they'll both, like, be based off of wolves somehow? Sure. Yeah. They'll have weird, barely localized Japanese names. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, because uh, because that tends to be the trend for uh, for legendaries uh, these days. Like, they try to mm-hmm. keep... They, legendaries, they try to keep their name, like, uniform throughout sure. throughout each region. That's actually, funnily enough, exactly how it works in Monster Hunter. Like, the flagship monster always has some Japanese-ass name. Because <laughs> it's like, we gotta get this out in front of the public right now. Right. You know? And we don't have time to really think about what we're calling it. So, huh. this is just Gore Magala. There you go. Yeah, the, I think the reasoning with Pokemon is just like... It's just like, we want someone in Japan... To point at a Zekrom and be like, that's Zekrom. And then a person in America would be like, yeah, that is Zekrom. You know, like, also, they... what are you doing here, man? Oh, <laughs> well, you're on vacation. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm just visiting Japan. That's not weird. <laughs> People do that. That's a Zekrom. Wow, what are you doing here, man? Oh, you know, I just like to come to America and then point at Pokemon and say their names. <laughs> Only new Pokemon, though. They have to just have been announced. You mean come to Japan? Uh, no, no, this is a Japanese guy coming to America. Oh, why why, why did he do that? He was in Japan just a minute ago. Uh, he flew uh, at uh, the speed of light. It's a new technology that uh, they only have over in Japan. It's really cool. I wish you could experience it. God, this it. bit sucks. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I think they're going to show the legendaries. I think okay. they'll talk about a few uh, Sword and Shield features. I think... They're going to reassure us that we don't have to use motion controls to catch Pokemon. Yeah, good. Uh, but maybe they'll say that we can use motion <laughs> controls to catch Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to explain the way gyms work. Okay. And sort of uh, and sort of confirm that those big like stadiums and like you and like that jersey, like that's you at a gym. Uh-huh. You know, they accidentally revealed something along those lines okay. on Twitter, and then they deleted the tweet. <laughs> so I I think they're going to you know explain sure. that in this direct proper um i think that pokemon go integration is going to get you know like the the, the way that it works is going to get teased and it's going to piss me off that's my <laughs> prediction i i think there'll be an x i think there'll be a minute or two worth of x just full-on explaining that yeah and exactly. i think it will piss you off i yes i agree <laughs> I'll travel to Japan at the speed of light to get away from the explanation. You just established that that's only available in Japan. Since he's here, I'm going back with him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I also think there'll be like somewhere between three and seven new non-legendary Pokemon shown off. Okay. Like whether they're like full-ass reveals or like we just see like a two second clip of them like getting attacked by a Pikachu. Yeah. Right. And I think that'll include kind of the Rattata equivalent. I was thinking that. Yeah. The the Pidgey Pidgey equivalent. Yeah. The Pidgey equivalent and some kind of cute domestic animal. Okay. And maybe the Pikachu ripoff. Okay. Yeah. I think outside of the legendaries, there'll be at least one cool Pokemon, Uh one cute Pokemon. Okay. And one stupid-looking Pokemon shown <laughs> off. Like, one, like, goofy, like, silly, weird design. Uh-huh. I think that's fair. Yeah. What do you think the domestic... The Pokemon based on a domestic animal will be? Hmm. So this is, uh... This is Great Britain. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's a wackier answer than a dog or a cat. Yeah, I would, <laughs> My initial thought was, like, um... Like a, a ground normal English bulldog type Pokemon. <laughs> oh yeah, ooh, a, a bulldog. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down for that. Cool. I, I, 
I don't know about Grand Normal, but I think I think an English Bulldog Pokemon would be dope. Yeah. I would love for it not to be Grand Normal because those are my two least favorite types. I just think they're both really boring. It'll probably be Normal something. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, do you have any any Pokemon related thoughts? Uh, aside from getting pissed off by Pokemon Go integration and an English Bulldog Pokemon, no, those are my thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and I I think they'll show off like you know maybe a couple of parts of the region and uh and like and show some designs. I think we'll see the professor. Ah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, we'll see the professor and maybe the first gym leader or two. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and uh and maybe that'll fill up 15 minutes. That okay. seems it seems like they're going to have something that I wasn't anticipating. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. But either way, I'm uh either way, I'm looking forward to it. I like Pokémon. Ah, uh, yes you do. <laughs> I'll be at work while that is happening, but I'll look forward to you uh, spamming our our house group chat furiously with every update. You know it. You, that's <laughs> what's going to happen. Yeah. I think by the end of that direct, I'll be looking forward to Pokemon Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. I, I think there will be stuff worth anticipating. I think that's fair. That sounds like you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So... Now it's time for some E3 2019 talk. Okay. First, I'd like to amend some predictions from the previous episode. Oh. Uh, I said there'd be some Sea of Solitude talk during EA Play. Uh-huh. Um, I think that Sea of Solitude will shadow drop during EA Play. Ooh, bold. Yeah. In fact, I forgot to really think about potential shadow drops at E3, because E3 is always filled with shadow drops. Right. And I think this E3 will also be filled with shadow drops. Okay. So I think some of the Game Pass announcements will, uh, at at the Microsoft press conference, I think there'll be some Game Pass announcements that just, like, are immediately available. Sure. I, I think there will be some kind of Bethesda shadow drop. Okay. And, uh, and probably even, like, some kind of shadow drop at the Ubisoft and or Square Enix conferences. Bethesda's just like, you can play Fallout 76 right now. Please play it. <laughs> Please go get it and play it. We're selling it for one cent. Wait a minute. This is already available. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Look uh, at my cool other jacket and tell me that I'm lying. <laughs> to my face, bitch. Buy Fallout 76 for one cent. Speaking of Bethesda... I think they will announce at least one Switch port. Okay. Uh, my guess is The Evil Within. The spooky guess. Ooh. Yeah. There was a recent little leak mm-hmm. that the collection of mana was ES uh, was rated like at a like the European equivalent of the ESRB ah. rated collection of mana. Okay. Oh, Peggy. Yeah, Peggy. Peggy twelve. I don't actually know if that's what it's rated. <laughs> and as you may know, there's a Saiken Denetsu collection ah. released for the Switch mm-hmm. in Japan okay. that had Final Fantasy Adventure, uh-huh. Secret of Mana, and Saiken Denetsu 3. 3. Okay. Um, and that has stayed in Japan, obviously, because right. the third game has never been localized in any <laughs> form. But Collection of Mana uh, makes me think that we're going. We're getting some kind of localization. That'd be really cool. Whether it's just a collection of Final Fantasy Adventure and Secret of Mana, and they don't include the third game, Meh. or we get a localized version of the third game for the very first time. 
I I'm hoping for the latter, but I'm trying to keep my expectations in check and be very aware that the former is is possible. Yeah, yeah, that's um, fair. I think it'd be nice at the very least if they decide that localizing a 15 year old Super Nintendo game, a 20 year old Super Nintendo game, an old Super uh, Nintendo, yeah, game. a 20 year old Super Nintendo game. If localizing it is not worth the effort, uh, I hope they at least do something like put Legend of Mana in the collection instead. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, like give like you sold that collection for forty dollars in Japan. <laughs> so if you're gonna do that here, give us our money's worth, please. Yeah. What What do you think is more likely? Uh, I. That's that's a really good question. I I think that like. The issue is that, you know, we're in the year 2019, we're all connected on the internet, they must know that they're going to really piss people off if they don't have Saiken Densetsu 3 yeah. in this collection. Yeah. Um. So, I, I would hope, for the sake of, you know, the collection being successful in the West, mm-hmm. that they would include a translated version of it somehow licensed the old ass fan translation something that that fan translation was never finished though right um i actually i actually don't know because i've started psychon nensetsu 3 like 90 times and <laughs> never finished it uh so i couldn't tell you fair but um but yeah you know uh i i'll go ahead and predict since this is a prediction podcast uh that they Will in some way include Psychon Densetsu three in the collection, even even if it's like this game's in Japanese. Baby. Good luck, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's my yeah. prediction. I, okay, I I hope you're right. Me too. If, I I would love to officially and legally play that game. Not that I've ever illegally played a video game before. <laughs> if Psychon Densetsu three <laughs> is in the collection of Mana, what do you think its new English name will be? Secret of Mana two. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That is what they were going to call it before <laughs> right. they canceled the localization. Yeah, you know, if it ain't broke. Yeah, I. Uh, it's just that like every every other game that's been localized has just been called X of Mana. You mm, know? Right. Like, uh, like Sword of Mana, Legend of Mana, hmm. Children of Mana. Uh, uh, just off the cuff, maybe like, um, hmm story of mana because you have all these kind of interweaving character stories oh yeah i i like that cool. story story of mana is cool i think you might be right though and they'll just do, call it secret of mana too <laughs> right uh particularly since final fantasy adventure is just there they don't really yeah. need to keep the naming convention yeah because because yeah they they called the remake sword of mana right that's but, true but the game we'd be getting would be just called final fantasy adventure right do you want to amend any predictions from the last episode before we start talking Nintendo? No, I'm sticking to my guns, man. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Okay. So let's start our E329 predictions for Nintendo. Before the E3 Nintendo Direct, there is the Battle of the Best on June 8th, starting at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Great tournament name. Or, you know, great umbrella name for several tournaments. Bafba. <laughs> Yes, there will be three tournaments. Yes, yes, there will. Tell, tell, tell us about them, Daniel. A Super Mario Maker Invitational. The Invitational 2019, where players will compete in stages built by Treehouse members. This is cool, and if I were Nintendo, I would 
one of the people that I would invite is the guy that makes like the task bots for uh, for games done quick. You know, <laughs> just like everybody, and then this bot. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, they have announced the contestants. None of them are a bot. Man, uh, one that, of them, that we know of. One of them is the completionist. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, that apparently is going to be like half an hour long, and then we'll be followed up by the Splatoon 2 World Championship 2019 at 11.30 a.m. Pacific time. That excites me. Yes, there will be squids and kids, <laughs> and they will shoot their ink guns. <laughs> yep. Yes. Splatoon's an interesting game. It is an interesting game. And finally, the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate World Championship 2019 3v3 will occur at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, and we'll have four teams, each from a different continent. Uh, there's the uh, there's the American team, the Japanese team, the European team, and the Australian-slash-New Zealand team. Ah. Um, and they will... They're each teams of three, and they each have, like, a fourth, like, alternate member to, okay. like, that they can, like, swap in. That's cool. And, uh... And, yeah, they will, they will match off in... And some some smash matches. Okay. Some smashes, if you will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be happening for, you know, for a good chunk of June 8th, Saturday. Sure. So I guess the question here is, are we expecting Super Mario Maker 2, Splatoon 2, or Smash Ultimate reveals during this event? Um, the precedent factor here is a bit touch and go. Okay. For example... At, after a Splatoon tournament, we got some Octo expansion news. Right. Right? On the other hand, the Smash Ultimate Invitational, mm-hmm. if I'm remembering right, did not have a character reveal at the end. Okay. So so while I do think that there will be Super Mario Maker 2 news, and there will be Smash Bros. Ultimate news over the course of E3, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would expect them to be at this event. Sure. I do think that for Super Mario Maker 2 in particular, we'll get some kind of incidental reveals. Like, Hmm. you know, we'll learn things about the game just because we're seeing it played. Okay, yeah, I Um, agree with that. But I don't think there will be announcements. Yeah, I do think there will be a Super Mario Maker 2 announcement, just maybe during the E3. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, to be clear, yeah, just during, during this tournament, I don't think that we will get... You know, I don't think it'll be like, and now here's so-and-so with a special announcement about Super Mario Maker. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I agree with that. It'd be nice yeah, to see reveals. Um, like, the audience is definitely going to be there. But uh, but they might save that stuff for later. Sure. I think in Smash Ultimate in particular, they might be like, stay tuned. <laughs> right. But yeah, that's that's the thought. Yeah. Okay. So in that case, without further ado, let's crack open the E3 2019 Nintendo Direct Starting June 11th at 9 a.m. Pacific Time. So that's 11 a.m. for us uh, normal people. (laughs) (laughs) We're really not even normal anymore now that we're in Central Time. Yeah. Like when you used to watch Cartoon Network, it'd be like, check out Dexter's Lab premiering at 9 a.m. Eastern, whatever Central, you know. No, or uh, or whatever. uh, 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 No, it would be Central, right? Yeah, Yeah, it would. Central, right. That's true. Yeah, no Mountain Time. No Pacific Time. Yeah, I mean, usually there's a different set of commercials for the Western Coast. Nope, it's all the same across the entire United States. Okay. <laughs> Woo! So, uh, 
you're sitting there in the mountains in mountain time and you're just like, oh man, I can't believe that I don't know what time it is. <laughs> did, did that just click for you like just now, the possibility? Absolutely that... not. <laughs> <laughs> so... There is no way that I made it to 30 years old and never even conceived of that. <laughs> Absolutely none. Okay, so so either way, that's that's happened on a Tuesday, a Tuesday morning. And I think this promises to be a fairly hefty direct. Okay. Just chiefly because there's so much we already know about, and we also know that Nintendo likes to bust out surprises at E3. Sure. Like, this is probably the biggest list of already confirmed releases that we'll be dealing with uh, in any of our, like, Nintendo prediction specials. And these confirmed releases are stacked as fuck. Yeah, no, There's it's some in- great stuff in here. Yeah, it's insane. So before we get into it, Nintendo also generally, during their directs, likes to cover support for their existing games and services. Sure. So uh, first off, I want to give a special mention to Mario Tennis Aces, which will not be getting <laughs> that. Right. Uh, because they... Right. They they just announced like kind of recently that the last free DLC character Dry Bowser is coming in June or July or something. Right. Yeah, we're, we're getting Dry Bowser, and then that's kind of where they're ending their their Mario Tennis Aces support. Yeah, that's some Nether Realm shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like and it's over. Please play the next game well, instead. Well, I don't know. Like, um, that game came out around this time last year, so like mm-hmm. a full year of support ain't too bad. No, you know, and it's it's also cool that they're, I, I've mentioned this before, I think, on a previous podcast, but it's cool that they're being forthright about it, you know? Yeah, yes. And saying, like, you know, hey, this is how long we're going to support the game, yeah. as opposed to a lot of other developers who just kind of leave it in the ether. Yes, exactly. I do really appreciate that about Nintendo. Yeah. But yeah, they, they are stopping here. One thing that's funny about Mario Tennis Aces is uh, I saw this tweet online or something this this guy just posted a video it's like look at everyone i know that plays mario tennis aces and he just like he just goes through a bunch of switch usernames mm-hmm. and each one is like last played mario tennis aces 135 hours played <laughs> wow. mario tennis aces 200 hours played <laughs> you know like like they all had like a minimum of a hundred something hours okay. of mario tennis aces played so like the the fan base for that seems pretty dedicated at the very least. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. Too bad they don't get an invitational or a tournament. That's true. But here's uh here's a couple things I do want to mention as having the potential for existing games and serve uh for support for existing games and services. Okay. And as always, we save the Smash stuff for later. We obviously think that Smash Ultimate is going to get some support, support yeah. but we always talk the Smash predictions at the end of all this. Right. So I think the big one is there. there's going to be some kind of Nintendo Online mention. Okay. And I think they're going to announce something to kind of make Nintendo Online feel more tantalizing, more, sure. more, uh, more alluring. Like Tetris 99 was a great step. Yeah. I think what they got to do, what there must be happening this time, is that they're going to add... A Super Nintendo library. You know, it's really interesting that you say that because I was thinking to myself, I'm going to predict that there's going to be a Super Nintendo library. And then I thought to myself, no, 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 Dana wouldn't go for that. And now <laughs> here you are. Yeah, no, I, I think that's definitely 
That's got to be what's happening. Like, first of all, there were Super Nintendo games just, like, found in the NES library. Like, it got that right. mind, right? But even outside of that, this, like, E3 2019 just seems like the time to start integrating Super Nintendo games. Okay. because Because a lot of their big NES selections are already on the service now. Right. Um... There's, you know, there's still some some high quality NES stuff they can still put on the service, mm-hmm. but they're they're running out. So I think yeah. it's time to introduce Super Nintendo games, and uh, and anywhere between ten and twenty games to start the service, and then every month they add some NES games and some SNES games. I think that'll be a a deal. Yeah, I could also see them being like the Super Nintendo service is an expansion to your existing Nintendo Online subscription. Uh-huh. If you pay an additional $10 uh, a year, right. uh, you'll get access to the Super Nintendo games sure. and, maybe, and maybe some other bullshit. <laughs> I, I could see them doing that because uh, $20 a year for like a growing selection of N- NES and Super Nintendo games, yeah. like that would be a great deal. Oh, yeah. It might be too good of a deal. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that's that's the thought. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. I mean, okay. <laughs> what? I, I went up here accidentally when I said okay. Oh, okay. I, I was just fixing that. And I come back down here. Oh, all right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, how, how do you feel about that? What do you think about that? Uh, I I hope you're correct. I think that'd be great. Me too. Um, you know, I was not somebody who grew up with an NES. Uh, so having access to, you know, a... a Super Nintendo library that's constantly growing would be very satisfying for me because I had a Super Nintendo when I was a kid and I right. had many games for it and I loved those games. So that'd be great. Cool. Super Mario Party has mm-hmm. has kind of been just cooling since its release last year. Okay. I think some kind of expansion for it would be neat. Sure. I do wonder if they're just going to be like Super Mario Party 2. <laughs> right. You know. Considering the history of the Mario Party franchise thus far, I would not be surprised by that. Yeah. Yeah, same, exactly. Like, it, it was an annual franchise for the longest time. Right. Uh, they could go back to it being annual. But I know, I'm, I'm feeling like we will neither get a new Mario Party nor support for this Mario Party. Hmm. Although I'd like to see support for this Mario Party. Okay. Yeah. But I, I guess we'll see. Sure. Uh, finally, Yoshi's Crafted World. You know, no mention was made of this getting any, like, post-launch support. Mm-hmm. Kirby got post-launch support true it got a a lot of post-launch support actually yeah i can see them adding some labo functionality to yoshi's crafted world okay since it didn't come with labo functionality Mm -hmm. i can see see them being like oh look labo vr (laughs) you can look inside yoshi's soul you can make a printer and then print yarn out of your labo (laughs) real (laughs) yarn (laughs) (laughs) how do we do it magic Yeah, but don't pry into the eldritch forces that power Nintendo's yarn printer. Simply plug it into your Yoshi game and watch and be amazed as real yarn comes out. Anyway. Nintendo. <laughs> anyway, outside of Smash Bros, which is obviously a big one. Yeah. Uh, I think they've wrapped up post-launch support for a lot of their existing games, sure. right? They're done with Xenoblade 2. Mm-hmm. They were done with... Uh, with Legend of Zelda a while ago, right? right. Like, yeah, they, I, I think they're putting a button on a lot of their, a lot of their existing games, mm-hmm. but a bunch of games that are about to come out will be getting post-launch support. Okay. Yeah, so I think this wave of post-launch support is ending and another is about to begin. All right. So, 
Let's talk about confirmed 2019 releases yeah. for the Nintendo Switch. Starting with Super Mario Maker 2. Okay. Coming out June 28th. So I think we will get at least one major Super Mario Maker 2 reveal. And I think that reveal will be whatever the new style is. Yeah. Uh, besides Super Mario 3D World. I think that's a safe bet. Yeah. What do you think that style will be? There's So there's one section for new styles and there's one section for special styles, uh-huh. right? And I think the special style is going to be something that like changes the rules somehow, right? Sure, sure. Um, that has features that the other styles would not have. Um, so I think there's a couple candidates for that. Okay. Uh, one is Super Mario Bros. 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like p- picking up vegetables. And... I, yeah, that, that's what I think of immediately when I think of SMT. Like, oh, picking up a turnip. Yeah, yeah, picking up turnips. And um, the thing there is that, like, you'd want to have access to, like, different physics for mm-hmm. a playable Luigi and a playable Toad and a playable Peach, right? Sure. So that'd be nice, but I don't know if they'd go for that. Well, I mean, it could be like, because, you know, with the latest mode, they were like, you know, this is bringing a lot of new features to the table, and so it won't, the maps won't be cross-compatible. Yeah. It could be a similar thing, you know? Yeah, like, because you can play as Peach, you can't play this anywhere else. Right, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, alternately, Super Mario Land slash Super Mario Land 2. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd really like that Game Boy aesthetic. Yeah, preferably you know, too, because then you have, like, all the wacky power-ups yeah, that don't f- exist outside of that. Yeah, flapping them ears, yeah. Wario as an enemy. Uh-huh, that'd be yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd really like uh, some Super Mario Land representation. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, th- those are the two main ones I can think of. Sure. Yeah. What I this isn't realistic, but what I really want is just like 2D Super Mario Sunshine, like Mario with the flood, getting to use the flood to like uh, spray things down and travel really quickly across maps. That'd be so fucking crazy. Yeah, that would be my dream Super Mario Maker. Uh, thing to have but it's never happening that'd be so cool yeah yeah i don't know the likelihood of that but that that would definitely cause some exclamation points uh, (laughs) to arise from people's heads for sure um i'd say if i had to guess it'd probably be just super mario 2 yeah yeah that's fair yeah it'd just be turnip time so up next is cadence of hyrule crypt of the necrodancer right the the zelda slash crypt of the necrodancer crossover (laughs) A indie special, a, like an indie world mm-hmm. uh, that aired in Japan, uh, mentioned that this game is going to come out sometime in June. Okay, we're in June. I think June 11th. Ah. I think that they're going to show off Cadence of Hyrule, explain the game a little more, uh-huh. and then shadow drop it. Cool. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah, they're going to shadow drop Cadence of Hyrule during the direct. That's that's that was actually that's what I was thinking before they said that it was going to come out in June, and now like I'm positive, you know. Okay. Yeah, now that's absolutely what's happening. I can see it. And yeah, I'll I'll be interested to check that out because I did not play the first Crypt of the Necrodancer. Me neither, but I've always been interested in it. Yeah, it's it's an intriguing game for sure. I like roguelikes. I like music. You do. Yeah. What's not to love? So up next, mm-hmm. game I'm a game that has a special place in my own heart. Sure, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three: The Black Order. Yeah, coming this out is July nineteenth, cool. and uh, and yeah, it'll be really cool. I think they'll just kind of remind us the game's coming out. Right. Uh, maybe they'll talk about the DLC. Maybe they'll be like, "This game's come with the season pass, and you can get Mario." <laughs> <laughs> 
it's like everyone's you know they're they're fighting a battle really seriously iron man's like we need backup and then you just hear like off in the distance is like an echo then the pipe comes up he jumps out and uh he's fighting he's fighting the black order here's a fun fact yes (laughs) the first marvel ultimate alliance uh uh the dev team uh really wanted the wii version to have a playable link and a playable samus ah and they uh they actually designed these characters uh-huh. and uh, and presented them to Nintendo in a Wii build of the game. Okay. But because the game was initially designed for the PS3 and they hadn't finished transferring the UI over to Wii assets, mm-hmm. they showed Nintendo a version of the game that had PlayStation buttons in the mm-hmm. UI instead of Wii buttons. And that turned off Nintendo so much that that negotiation shut down. Wow. Yeah. Terrible. Yep. What could have been? Yeah. What could be? <laughs> yes. That is <laughs> the reason for this fun fact that I'm bringing up is that if it'd be actually pretty fun if uh, if they took a Nintendo character that would kind of fit in the whole Marvel aesthetic. Uh-huh. So not Mario, <laughs> but maybe like Samus. Woohoo! Or... <laughs> Yahoo! I'm coming to your game and you can't stop me. <laughs> Why are you giving Mario like fucking like Pennywise vibes? <laughs> we all float down here. <laughs> I ate a baby. <laughs> is, that, is that what that movie's about? <laughs> I've never seen it. Or read it, I should say. I've seen the trailer. Right. For the first movie. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, but that'd be really cool, and I think that'd be kind of a an exciting announcement. Yeah. It's like, yeah, our, our last character that we're announcing is... Star Fox. You know, he wouldn't be that out of place next to Rocket fucking Raccoon. Right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Be a story, he, there could be a story where the Guardians of the Galaxy like run into him, you know, yeah. like a side mission. Oh yeah, he could even be three feet tall, like what what you yeah. what you want in the in the Smash Bros. cinematic universe. Yeah, I'd hate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know, it's like kind of an overhead game. See, it's just you just see like a chibi Star Fox head waddling around for most of your experience. <laughs> uh. Uh, I'm great. Yeah, sure. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I think that game will be cool, and I do think they have, like, a surprise left. Yeah. Whether it's a season pass or whether it's a Nintendo character. Agreed. Fire Emblem Three Houses then comes out a week later, cool. July 26. Man, I'm excited about that game. I'm really excited about this game, too. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yes. Uh, I'm getting that Nintendo voucher, that Nintendo voucher pair, and one of my games will be Three Houses. Cool. The other one might be Marvel Ultimate Alliance for for three. Yeah, right. The the, 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 the Black Order. Star Fox. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, and yeah, I, you know, I just be like, hey, Three Houses is coming out next month. Um, here's kind of an overview and stuff. Right. Um. Here at E3, we are announcing exclusively that we will be adding a fourth house. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be exclusive day one DLC (laughs) called Fire Emblem Three Houses, House Four, Fourth House. (laughs) 
Fire Emblem, three houses. How'd this house get here? <laughs> yeah. You go into the fourth house and you're like, oh, wow, I wonder who the headmaster's going to be. And there's like a chair and you can't see who it is. It turns around. Oh, I've been expecting you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to House Mario. <laughs> it's a me. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were going to be like, and it turns around and it's Dumbledore. <laughs> But, oh, hello. But your thing was even stupider. Did you know that I'm gay? <laughs> I bet you didn't. I Also, I'm really Mario. Okay. Oh, that's that's played out. That's, it that's sure not. is. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it uh, just became played out right now. <laughs> uh, Alright, let's keep going. Yeah, so... Uh, next game on the schedule we know about is Astral Chain coming out August 30th. Really cool looking platinum games yeah. game. Yeah, this where looks really like, neat. Yeah, where you're like cops with robot personas, <laughs> and that seems fucking cool. Yeah, very stylish, very, yeah. very platinum games. Yeah, so I, th- I think they're just going to show some gameplay details and uh, and tell us more about the game. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. Yeah, and then we have a big chunk of games without release dates outside of that. Right. Outside of the number 2019. Yeah. So first up is Town. Uh, Town in all caps. Yeah. A little cute game being made by Game Freak. A little RPG that I'm really intrigued by. Yeah, this looks neat. Um, And really, like, it looks like a small-scale enough project that I think it could be coming out, like, pretty soon, you know? Okay. I'd say that they're they're going to go into more detail... And then they'll give it either an August or September release date. Okay. I'm going to say August, and it's going to come out before Astral Chain. Cool. Yeah, like a mid-August release date for Town. Nice. And they'll give it a name besides Town. <laughs> um, they'll call it Village. You know, it's it's actually just going to be a game where they uh, they talk about everyone who's in in the town. So it'll be like... Uh... <laughs> no, Sean! <laughs> You can't even get there. You can't even make this land. Because of you, you (laughs) bitch. Teachers, owls, women, nearby. (laughs) Those are all the kinds of things that are in the town. Oh, oh, thank God. (laughs) I I thought you were going to be like, it's going to show all the villagers, all the people that are in the town. (laughs) And then it zooms in and Mario's there. Hello, I'm here too. See now, now you've done it. <laughs> My plan is complete. Mario is living in your brain. No, <laughs> Mario, get out of here. Mario, no. Uh, no, I was just doing a stupid acronym joke again. <laughs> I should have seen that coming because you do a stupid acronym joke every time I bring up town. Yeah, it's two only. Really nice. <laughs> That's how nice it is. <laughs> hey, bro, you coming to the Switch party? Terrence organized Weeb Night. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I think that game's coming out in August, and I think it'll be really cool. Yeah, it'll have a good name. (laughs) 
Then Luigi's Mansion 3. Yes! <laughs> I'm, excited about, I'm excited about that game. <laughs> it It is, yeah. It oh, isn't cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they'll they'll give us some Luigi's Mansion 3 details. It'll look really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it'll come out October 2019. Okay. Which is the idea that you put in my head, Sean. I that, did. That it's going to be a Halloween thing. I'm great. You are great. Thank you. <laughs> I'm too awesome. Wee Nancy. <sighs> We've moved on already. I have not. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Uh, after Luigi's <sighs> Mansion 3, there's The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening remake. Yeah, this looks cool. Yeah, so I think this will also maybe be an October game. Okay. And yeah, they'll they'll show that off. It'll have that really cute claymation aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there'll be one new feature that makes it very, like, switchy. Hmm, okay. What what do you think it might be? Um, I'm not sure. But I feel like they'll... They'll add something that mixes it up. Maybe they'll just play it really safe. Maybe sure. it'll just be a like you know, like the the visual style in some ways plays it kind of safe already. So yeah, that's true. So I don't know. Maybe they'll be voice acting. That'd be weird. That would be weird. Yeah, I don't know if I'd like that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That moves me out. That makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> really, just the unfortunately, you guys missed the visual too, which was Daniel's head recoiling backward as though he'd been punched in the chin. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. Like, it was very, <laughs> very sudden. Uh, like, it's just that Nintendo, when they hire English voice actors, uh huh, it, it's very hit and miss. Yeah, they tend to be, like, kind of, they tend to be, like, serviceable, but not great in the way that voice actors were, like, 15 years ago. You yeah. Know? Yeah, exactly. Like, somehow they're really missing out on the talent pool of good voice actors. Yeah, which, which again, is apparently because they they don't hire union actors. Right. Well, you get what you pay for. Yeah. <laughs> it bums me out. Yeah. I, I, I think, actually, maybe Lakes Awakening will play it pretty safe, but it'll be pretty exciting anyway, because we haven't seen that game in 20 years. Yeah. Up next, Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games. Ooh. <laughs> I think this game will come out in November, um, and I think it will look a little better than Mario and Sonic games usually do. Okay. In terms of gameplay, and, sure. and uh, I think they'll try a little harder, okay. because it's on new hardware, right? and they've, they've got Joy-Cons to mess around with, uh-huh. and you know, like, Mario and Sonic games tend to have, like... <laughs> Uh, like, you know, there's, there's that, uh, there's that gif flying around of, like, Dr. Eggman doing, like, ballet, right? <laughs> right, yeah. Like, they, it can have its moments. Yeah, there's some charm there. Yeah, so I, I think, I think we will see at least one bit of, of charm mm-hmm. from the Mario and Sonic at the 2020 Olympic Games it's de- footage. It's definitely the same kind of charm of, like... If your dog has to have surgery and then it's all doped up and crashing into shit, and you're like, "Oh, Rover!" Like that's the kind of charm <laughs> that that franchise manifests. But it's there. <laughs> that's just like the 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 accolades trailer for Martin. Like you know, it's like we're on the 2020 Olympic Games. Oh, right. Rover, Sean Francis, <laughs> smashing theory. Yeah, yeah, good. Oh, Rover. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think that'll come out in, like, November, because I think those games usually come out in, like, November. Okay. Speaking of November, Pokemon Sword and Shield 
has a release date of late 2019, mm-hmm. and I, you know, it's gonna be like in November. It's gonna be it's gonna be holiday. Sure, it's gonna be that right before Black Friday release uh-huh. date. I think we'll know most of what we need to know from that direct that's mm-hmm. happening that has happened right. that you've already seen and we haven't. <laughs> right. Uh, Woo! But I, I think they, but I think they will mention Pokemon Sword and Shield just at the directing. It's like, hey. Look, it's a Pokemon. Uh, right, yeah. Oh yeah. The po- the Pokemon Direct will have a release date. Right. Uh and it will be right before Black Friday. Okay. Yeah. You know, like like a week before Black Friday. Sure. Finally, Animal Crossing. Yeah. I'm really excited for this, but there's a reason I saved it for last. Oh. And the reason I saved it for last is because I think it's going to get delayed to 2020. Uh, yeah, I can see it. There's, We know nothing about it still. Yeah, we know nothing about it. There was a... they When they did their last earnings report, mm-hmm. Animal Crossing was not on their upcoming games list. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it wasn't listed under their upcoming 2019 stuff. Right. Um... And yeah, I uh not a good sign. Yeah. I you know, I was I don't think the game's canceled or anything. I think <laughs> right. we're getting an Animal Crossing game on the Switch. But I I think they're going to mention Animal Crossing at the E three direct, but they're going to say like early twenty twenty as okay. release date. Yeah. Like spring twenty twenty, Q one twenty twenty, something like that. Sure. Um but we will get like a nice little Animal Crossing trailer. It's gonna look adorable and gorgeous. Yes. Um Isabel in many outfits. Hmm. Will Isabel be there? I I don't know if she'll be your assistant, but I think she will be in the game in some capacity. I think she'll be in the game, but will she be in that first trailer? Because like ah. Because like, you know, like yeah, she she probably has earned like staple yeah. status at this point. Like she's she's like She's pretty much the most popular Animal Crossing yeah. character at this point. Like, I don't know if she'll be necessarily, like, fully or prominently featured in the trailer, but I think it'll end with her, like, running through a field and then tripping and getting up and looking sheepish and then continuing to run. And then it'll, like, do the thing where, like, the kind of black circle closes in to, to like, wipe to the title, you know? Okay. Something like that will happen. Sure. Okay. Like, oh, okay, Isabel is there. Okay. All right. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Cool, but yeah, I, I think uh, I think like Fire Emblem last year, mm-hmm. you know, which had a 2018 release date initially, um, it got that big Three Houses trailer, and then it was like spring 2019, <laughs> right? Bitch, <laughs> you know, bitch just like crawled across yeah. the screen. Yeah, that really as happened. we as we realized, we had to wait even longer for it. Yeah, right. yeah, I think Animal Crossing is is delayed to early 2020. Uh, we'll be very sad, but that game will be very good when it does come out. Yeah, yeah. the The thing is, is that even with a release schedule of games that we already know about, you know, like twenty nineteen is already stacked as far as Nintendo is concerned. You know? Oh yeah. Like, like in order for everything to come out in twenty nineteen, like we're we have like a minimum of two games a month, like you know, for the rest of the year. Besides. Right. Besides December. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's really good. That's really good. Oh, fuck. Did, did I forget? Did I accidentally skip over Damon X Machina? Oh, you did? I thought you were doing that on purpose. No. <clears throat> I don't skip over parts of my outline on purpose. You actually do a lot. This, shut up, Sean. <laughs> uh, slot in this in, I guess. Okay. Uh, in, like, 
Damon X Machina. Yeah. Um, it has a release date of summer 2019. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be as late in summer as possible. I think it's coming out September. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I think it's I think it's going to get a release date of September 2019, and they'll show more features, and they'll be like, thanks for your feedback from the demo. <laughs> Here's ways we've improved the gameplay and right. made it more cool. And yeah, I, I think that game's coming out in September. Okay. Um, yeah, forgot about Damon X Machina. Be- because Astral Chain and Damon X Machina, they're right next to each other uh-huh. on the outline, and I kind of just blended them together in my head for a second. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. So that's all the 2019 games, and there's a lot of them. Right. Also, a couple games without confirmed 2019 release dates, Bayonetta 3 uh-huh. and Metroid Prime 4. Right. So Bayonetta 3, I think, is still not going to show up at E3. Okay. At best, I think we'll get some kind of cinematic trailer. Sure. And a 2020 release window. Okay. Um, because I do think Bayonetta 3 is coming out in 2020. I don't think it's coming out in 2019. Yeah. And that usually means they're not going to talk about it yet. Okay. Metroid Prime 4 is still way off. Yeah. We're not, they're not going to talk about Metroid Prime 4. So we just get the title screen again, and it says Metroid Prime, and then 4 is kind of on the bottom. Uh huh. And then the 4 slides over, and 202 appears because it's coming out in 2024. <laughs> oh, I, it's coming out in the year 4202. <laughs> no, other way around. <laughs> I see. <laughs> um, but. Let's talk about Metroid Prime in in just a second. Oh, okay. Because now we're uh now we're now we've talked about everything we know about. Right. And now we're moving on to potential announcements, we, potential first party announcements. We push off from the shores of fact into the murky seas of speculation. <laughs> yes. And uh and the first thing we always like to talk about when we do potential first party announcements is ports. Woo! Uh games that Nintendo can port from their previous systems over to the switch yeah so the first one we can talk about is metroid prime trilogy all right there have been several rumors that metroid prime trilogy has been finished for a while now Ah. and they were going to that they were going to release it like ramping up to the release of metroid prime 4 which was gonna be sometime around this year (laughs) next year uh, but now since metroid prime 4 is like a fucking 2021 or 2022 release Mm -hmm. If they release it now, they might lose momentum while we're still waiting for Metroid Prime 4, right? Sure. So it's like, when should they announce Metroid Prime Trilogy? Um, I think now would still be a good time. Okay. You know, and uh, like Metroid Prime Trilogy for a September release, okay. right? One thing they could actually do, this would be very Nintendo, is decide to spread it out. <laughs> release Metroid Prime uh-huh. uh, with upgraded switch controls in september sure for 20 bucks uh-huh and then metroid prime 2 in like early 2020 and then metroid prime 3 in mid 2020 so that by buying all of them you spent 60 dollars on metroid prime trilogy yeah yeah and then like and then at the end it's like a metroid prime trilogy pack right um actually here's here's a nintendo move <laughs> um you can buy Metroid Prime Trilogy for $60, like, in September, right? But it's initially just Metroid Prime 1. Ah, I see. You can buy Metroid Prime 1 separately for $25. Right, yep. There you go. Yep. And then, uh... And then, yeah, so basically you can either buy each game for $25 separately, (laughs) or you can buy a $60, like, 
pass right. to get all three games as they come out over the course of a year and a half. Sounds about right. Yeah. And people will be really mad about it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I I do hope that like give us the whole the whole thing you want. Just give us Metroid Prime trilogy. Yeah. That'd like be great. You, you did that ten years ago on the Wii. Uh-huh. Just do it again here. You know? That's that's my hope. But sometimes Nintendo likes to experiment with the way they release games. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> but I think this is probably as good a time as any to announce Metroid Prime Trilogy, unless they're like, you know what? This year's pretty stacked. We can we can do Metroid Prime Trilogy during some of the dead air that we right. get in twenty twenty. Kind of a tentpole. Yeah, that might yeah. be that might be smarter. So maybe maybe not. And you know, this year is stacked enough that I wouldn't mind that too much. Yeah, me neither. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know what? I, I don't think we'll we'll hear about Metroid Prime Trilogy. I'll be but, playing Astral Chain and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna hear about Metroid Prime Trilogy. Okay. I've I've changed my mind. Alright. We'll we'll hear about it during the fall direct for an early twenty twenty release. Okay. And maybe they'll release it in a weird way and maybe they'll release <laughs> it in a normal way. Right, we'll see. Some other potential ports. Uh, wonderful one on one. We bring this up like every fucking direct now. Yep. Um, and I, I think it's one of those things where it's definitely going to happen. Yeah. I just have no idea when. Right. And the fact that Platinum is clearly plugging away at Astral Chain makes me think that may, maybe we're not going to hear about Wonderful One Hundred One this direct. Okay. But maybe me doing that is going to jinx it and it'll finally get announced this time. I don't think that consciously you can jinx. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's got to be inadvertent. Right. So, uh, in other words, you jinxed, you jinx. Shut up! (laughs) Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X would be great. Yeah. I don't know if this is the right time for it. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, that's a big old RPG and there's just a lot of... A lot of content we're already getting this year sure. from Nintendo, but uh, but also this would be kind of the perfect place to put it because I don't think Monolith Soft is quite ready to announce their next game yet. Right. So in the meantime, you'd be like, "Hey, remember this game? Most people don't, <laughs> but here it is. <laughs> here it is in a in a state where it will be much easier to get multiplayer going. <laughs> right. And now you can actually play with your friends." <laughs> yeah oh, that'd be so nice that'd be great i you know what here's here's what i think i think we will get a monolith i think there will be a monolith soft announcement mm-hmm. whether it's a port of xenoblade chronicles x uh-huh. or a glimpse of their new project okay if it's chronicles x hd uh-huh. or chronicles x deluxe or whatever they call it right i think that'll come out sometime this year okay maybe september and if it's a glimpse of their new game, they'll be like, wait until 2020 to hear more about this shit. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about Metroid Prime Trilogy. There's a couple other trilogies oh. that I think could make cool ports. Lay them on me. So first off, Pikmin Trilogy. Yes, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, just a pack of Pikmin's 1 through 3. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then we'll get Pikmin 4 later. Sure. There never seems to be a good time for this to come out. Yeah, which is a shame because I liked Pikmin 3 a lot. Pikmin 3 was really cool. And uh, Pikmin 2 is was also really great. I enjoyed my time with that as well. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know if we'll hear about it this time, but mm-hmm. I, I think we'll hear about it someday. Okay. I think it'll eventually come out for the Wii Switch. 
They'll eventually is, is that the, the next Switch. console for Nintendo? <laughs> yeah, the Wii Switch. <laughs> you thought we couldn't make a more <laughs> confusing name than the Wii U, but we did. <laughs> Wii Switch. But you know, like, I actually had, like, just thinking about the Wii U, I, like, when they announced Smash Bros. 4 for the Wii U, uh-huh. my my friend Chris, right, our mutual friend Chris, yeah, like, I, he was like, hey, I heard there was a new Smash Bros. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's it's coming out for the Wii U, and he's like, he's like, what? It's it's not coming out for the Wii, and he's like, no, it's coming out for the Wii U, uh-huh. and he's like, I thought that was just like an expansion <laughs> that you got for the Wii, right? I thought that was just like a like a fun peripheral for the Wii, like the like the balance board. And Chris is like a sharp guy, yeah. So if he wasn't aware, you know. yeah, exactly. Like he's not the least video game savvy person out there, yeah. And I had to be like, no, it's it's, it's a, a new console. console. <laughs> this. <laughs> Nintendo fucked up. <laughs> so yeah, please don't call anything the Wii Switch ever, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. And the last trilogy is the least likely trilogy. Mm-hmm. And that would be the Earthbound trilogy. That would be sick as hell. So there's a part of me that's holding out hope that there's just going to be a video of like of like Reggie fils <laughs> like... Like, on the beach, like, with, like, a suntan visor, just, right. like, wearing sunglasses, just, like, an umbrella, and, like, just, like, a like a nondescript drink, like, on a stand next to him, and he's just feeling the sun rays, right? <laughs> uh-huh. And then Bill Treenan runs up <laughs> and goes, Reggie! <laughs> and Reggie's like, Bill, I'm trying to enjoy my retirement. And Bill's like, well, Reggie... You never gave the fans Mother 3. <laughs> and Reggie, like, gets up and suddenly, like, he's wearing, like, a suit. <laughs> and he's like, you're right. Bill, I don't care. And then it just says, <laughs> Mother Collection. <laughs> Clearly, Nintendo needs to get you into their marketing department. Stat. <laughs> I, I, I do think it'd be really great if there was, like, a funny video where, where yes. Reggie's like, hey, I'm not here anymore. But I just like to call attention to the fact that I've been teasing Mother mm-hmm. Three for like a decade of my tenure at Nintendo, and here's your payoff. Yeah, now, that'd be great. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for something like that at the April direction. It didn't happen, right. which makes me think that it will never happen. And I'm just an idiot filled with dumb hope. Well, but- you know, you are among many idiots filled with dumb hope. If that's the case, <laughs> yeah, I guess it. Is. I guess I am, aren't I? Yeah. Um. I think, obviously, since the virtual console isn't a thing anymore, there's never going to be a situation anymore where we get we get the third Earthbound game for $10 right. as a GBA ROM, you yeah, know? Yeah, Uh So, like, how do, they, how do they justify giving that game to us now and justify kind of jacking up the price on it, which I, you know, they're going to do. Yeah. Um, they're going to do, and I'm going to buy it because, <laughs> like... Like, if jacking up the price is what you have to do to get me to play that game officially in English, I'm going to do it. Yeah, that is you to a T. Yeah, and, like, you know, like, it it will be a new game for most Americans. Right. I think, I think it being, like, 30 dollars would be justified. Okay. But if they wanted to make a Switch cartridge with Mother Begin- with Earthbound Beginnings, Earthbound, and Earthbound Advance, mm-hmm. right... Uh, as a single package for somewhere between forty and sixty dollars, I think that would also be a good deal. Sure. Yeah, they're great games. Yeah, they're they're really great games. And um, 
Mother 3 in particular is sometimes considered one of the best ever. By me, you know? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, like, I, it's one of the best games I've ever played, for sure. And that, like, really what they should do is just, like, license that fan translation because that felt like a Nintendo localization. Yeah, it was really good. It was incredible. Um, and if they legally can't do that, like, I trust them to still make a really good localization. Yeah, it's Treehouse. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, we've mentioned before that word on the street is that localization of Mother 3 has been in development at various times. Right. But whenever they always put the brakes on it because uh, there's some stuff that America would find way more gross than Japan does. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I think I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I think it would be really great if they just got Itoy himself yeah. to adjust some scenes and dialogue in the game. So uh, they're, you know, they're more palatable yeah more more palatable and and are more in tune with the way values have have evolved mm-hmm. in the last 10 years you know I, I think that i think that'd be great yeah and uh and i think i think that would pay off for nintendo um okay. or again it's a situation where some people are going to be mad no matter what sure you know like even if i toy himself wrote it like there's still gonna be some people who are like censoring original <laughs> intent of the author and in right. this case like it is the original, like, the, mm-hmm. the, the author approved this, whatever. People are going to get mad, but um, I I think it'd be worth it, and I hope that they do something like that. Okay. What about you? Um, Yeah, I think that however we have to get Mother 3, I'm down for it. You know what I mean? I yeah. would just love to be able to play that game. Yeah, right, and in a way where the, the emulator isn't, like, slightly off time in the, in the <laughs> rhythm battle system. Right, yeah. yeah. Boy, that was frustrating. Yeah. Just, I just really want that. So the, that that's the ports talk I can think of. Because we've gotten a lot of ports at this point. Yeah. Um, and I think stuff like Fire Emblem Tokyo Mirage Sessions isn't something we're going to be getting this year, at mm-hmm. the very least. Because Three Houses is coming out this year. Right. So in terms of other potential first party announcements, we've got a lot of ground covered already just this year. You sure. Know? And it feels like... It feels like any big announcements are going to be for 2020 games, mm-hmm. and Nintendo doesn't like to talk about 2020 during... They don't like to talk about the following year during E3. Right. So, therefore, I think we're getting at least one 2019 surprise. Hmm. I think it'll be kind of a mid-tier game. Okay. And I'm not sure what it'll be exactly. Okay. But I do think uh, something being published by Nintendo will come out, like... In either September or December, and it'll be something we don't know about yet. Okay. Um, maybe WarioWare, but I think that'll be more of a 2020 thing. Sure. That'd be cool, though. That would be cool. It won't be like... No. No, it won't be that either. Uh, I was going to say Golden Sun, uh... but Camelot, like, you know, Camelot still probably needs some more time mm-hmm. because they're just finishing their Aces support, right, right? Right, Like, that could be a 2020 announcement. Sure. I'd love it to be Chibi Robo, but I'm not stupid. I'm not an idiot. I'm I'm a big I'm a big dummy filled with hope, but only to an extent. You can dangle Mother Three in front of me, but I'm not biting that Chibi Robo carrot. I've been burned before. I've been hurt. You've broken my heart, and you can't break it again. It's There's... okay, Daniel. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's not Chibi Robo. It's gonna be okay. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy Robo's dead now, Dave. No! 
<laughs> I wish it wasn't. Me too. Me too, man. But yeah, I, I think something I didn't anticipate will be there because something I didn't anticipate will always be there. Sure. And uh, yeah, I think it'll be published by Nintendo. Uh, similarly, this might be the same announcement, but I think a first-party IP being worked on by a third party will be announced. Okay. So I think it's too soon for that. The Starlink team is working on a Star Fox game announcement. Yeah. But I hope that's in the fucking works, man. That'd be, Yeah, that'd be great. So here's a, here's a thought. Mm-hmm. A fighting game using a first-party IP. Ooh. Uh, by, like, by a developer besides Arc System Works, because Arc System Works is busy. Sure. Maybe Iron Galaxy. I was just thinking Iron Galaxy. Yeah, maybe Iron Galaxy is working on, like, a Joypick fight game or something. <laughs> that seems a little wild. That'd be great, though. Yeah, that seems a little wild. But, yeah, I think uh, kind of a lower tier but still good, like, you know, fighting game developer. Okay. Is is working on on like a a game focusing on a single Nintendo IP. I like that. Hmm. You know, I I think that'll happen in the Switch's lifespan. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe they want to focus on Smash as their fighting game right mm, now. Could be. So like, and and that's that's the thing that's tough is that like they've covered like a good variety of genres just with their confirmed releases. Right. Right. Like we're getting like some platformers with super Mario maker two. Mm-hmm. We're getting like a weird little roguelike with cadence of Hyrule. Sure. We're getting RPGs in the form of Marvel ultimate Alliance, three houses and right. Pokemon. Right. Right. And we're getting some, like some cool action games in the form of astral chain and Demon X machina. I forgot the town is also a fucking RPG. True. Um, and uh, we're getting a Zelda-style game and with Link's Awakening, and we're mm-hmm. getting Luigi's Mansion 3, and what the fuck genre even is that game? It's <laughs> the genre is Luigi's Mansion, basically. <laughs> so, like, I I feel like they're they're going to give us an experiment that fills... They're going to give us an experience that fills in a gap somehow, but what uh-huh. gap is there even to fill? Hmm. Not rhythm games. Cadence of Hyrule is also a rhythm game. Yeah. Uh... Pokemon Puzzle League. <laughs> I was thinking, I was trying to think of some kind of puzzle game or like yeah. Yoshi's Cookie or something. Yeah. Oh, you you know what? Like, I think our 2019 surprise. Well, here's the thing. There's a Doctor Mario mobile game coming out mm, right this year. Yeah. And they don't talk about mobile games during their E3s ever. Sure. They would have had a they would have had a first person shooter available for this general time frame if they didn't start over development on Metroid <laughs> Prime Four. Right. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd, I don't know. I think we're getting a 2019 surprise. Yeah. And I think we're getting a first party, a first party IP being worked on by a third party. Mm-hmm. Those two things could be the same thing. It could just be one announcement that is a first party IP being worked on by a third party. Sure. But I'm stumped as to what it could be. Same. Yeah. I could see us getting a weird experimental Kirby game. I was actually, I was thinking something similar. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like fucking sort of a canvas curse style excursion from the normal Kirby formula. Yeah. Or even like Kirby racquetball or something, you know, Mm -hmm. just like Kirby, Kirby croquet. (laughs) Uh, just, yeah, just, just a weird little Kirby game. And I don't think it'll be a canvas curse style game either. Um, oh, I did. To be clear, I didn't mean this will be this will play like Canvas Curse, right? I just meant like this will be the degree to which it is different from normal Kirby. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Okay, cool. Yeah, some potentially some weird Kirby thing. That's a tentative prediction. Okay. For the 2019 surprise. 
If you had to make a weird Kirby game, what developer would you have tackle it, and what genre would it be? Um, so I'd be I'd be fine with Hal Laboratory doing it because they do a lot of their weird Kirby shit, mm, right? And Kirby's already done like a lot of genres, right? They have a bowling game for sure. Christ's sake. They have a pinball game. <laughs> um, ooh, Kirby Tilt and Tumble Three. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, or. <laughs> Just uh, wait, Kirby Tilt and Tumble Two because because <laughs> Tilt and Tumble Two got canceled, right, right? Right. Yeah. Kirby, yeah. Kirby Tilt and Tumble Two with Joy-Con, like you know, you use the Joy-Con to sort of tilt the machine, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, that's there's that's your cool. there's your tilting and tumbling. Yeah. Although, like, I wonder how they make that work docked. You know. Hmm. Yeah. That's well. I take it that if you were using the kind of, uh, you know, controller with where you kind of slot the two Joy-Cons in, it could still sure. work. Yeah, but, like, like you know, when when you're tilting just the whole handheld, like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, the, that, that makes it, like, feel like you're shaking the sure. the machine, right? And, and then when it's docked, like, I wonder if that'll translate well. Yeah. That's oh, well, that's, that's up to HAL Laboratory to figure <laughs> out. I'm not a game developer. Right. What about you? Way forward. Okay, good. Kirby Metroidvania. Ooh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, just like Kirby colon the Great Cave Offensive or something. And oh. make that a full experience, you know? That, that'd be cool. You're like collecting powers, you're collecting items. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of progressing, having to discover new and interesting ways to get around. That yeah. would be, that'd be what I would do. Hollow Kirby. <laughs> Pretty much, but not as hard. <laughs> Oh man! If only Team Salvato wasn't busy, because like, ah, that'd be because Nintendo grabbed them for like a Kirby game or a Metroid game. Yeah, God, oh, they could be a great Metroid game. Yeah, like God, get like get them to do Metroid Dread, please. Yeah, that'd be so good. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's the potential first party talk. Choo choo. So now let's talk about potential third party announcements. Okay. So first, we should talk about uh, third party games that have already been announced that we already know exists. That we think could be mentioned during this direct. Okay. Uh, so here's the first thing. Here's here's the thing I think is going to happen. Okay. Shovel Knight King of Cards. Mm. Possibly alongside its expansion, uh, Shovel Knight Showdown. Okay. Um, will get shadow dropped during the direct. Okay. And yeah. It's, uh, they're, they're going to show off King of Cards and Showdown. And at the very least, shadow drop King of Cards. And give a release date for Showdown. Sure. But maybe they'll just Shadow Drop the whole dang thing. Okay. Yeah, because uh, Shovel Knight, King of Cards, and Shovel Knight Showdown were initially supposed to come out April 9th. Mm-hmm. And then they got delayed to an unspecified date. I see. And we haven't heard a thing about it since. So I think we'll hear, we'll hear about it again at this Nintendo Direct, and it'll Shadow Drop. All right. I think this Direct will bring up Persona 5 Scramble. Cool. Because it's not like there's any Sony conference that would bring it up instead. Sure. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and, you know, that'll, that'll look cool. They'll show at least one character besides Joker. Okay. Uh, I think they'll bring up Digimon Survive and maybe give us a release date. Nice. Uh, I really like Digimon Survive. It's this really cool-looking turn-based strategy game that also has visual novel elements. Digimon's and, like, got some cool stuff going on. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pumped for that game, so I hope it gets a release date here. Yeah. And I think Untitled Goose Game will be there and maybe get a release date. I think that we're going to get a release date trailer. And not only that, at the end of the trailer, you'll see the logo, Untitled Goose Game. Uh And then the goose will wander onto the screen 
like like just grab Untitled with its beak uh-huh. and then drag it away, and that will reveal that the launch title is just going to be Goose Game. That's, I, that's my prediction. That would be great, but I think the game is going to, like, I think when we download that game to our Switch, uh-huh. it will be called Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> I think that that, uh, I think that it could go either way, honestly. I, yeah, I, I think it could too, but, yeah. like, like the game's identity is so like tied to being called Untitled Goose Game now <laughs> that I think they're just gonna keep it. I could see like, that. You know, there, there's obviously a lot of games that like that say like you know Untitled X Project X, and right. then they just remove the word Untitled or Project, and that's the name. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But this this is such a wacky development team that I can see them just being like, "Here's our game, Untitled Goose Game." They are Why wacky. No. Goose. But I, I do like that thought, and that would be very them too to have the the goose steal the word untitled, and that's why it's and that's why it's called a goose game. Thank you. Yeah, I think there will be some announcements of existing indie games uh, as Switch titles. Right? Okay, like announcements like "Oh, X is coming to the Switch." A couple of ideas for that are mm-hmm. "Return of the Obra Din." Yeah, cool. Which I think uh, has a very unique thing going on that mm-hmm. would kind of mix up the direct a bit. Okay. And this is more of a hope than an expectation, <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna wish it into existence. Okay. Uh, UFO fifty. Okay. Which is just this great little project by the guy that made Spelunky and several of his developer friends. Uh huh. That you you know like the action fifty two. Yeah. Right. Like that that cartridge for the NES that was just like filled with like. A bunch of like it was filled with fifty-two shitty games that barely worked. Right, this is a similar thing. Yeah, like yeah. U- UFO fifty is like a riff off of that, except all the games are actually good. Um, <laughs> or so it, we hope. Yeah, uh, and it'd be perfect on the Switch. Okay. So announcement of a UFO fifty Switch Switch version would be excellent. I think there will be some port announcements. Yeah. Um, from third parties, uh, one I think could happen is a No More Heroes 1 and 2 collection. Nice. And I think uh, after they announce that port, uh-huh. there'll be a teaser trailer for No More Heroes 3. Okay. Coming out to the Switch. I like half of each of those games, so, you yeah. know. They've they've all got some neat stuff going on. Yeah. I haven't played any of them in, like, the last 10 years. No, same. And uh, part of me is worried that, like, I won't like it as much if I play it again. Yeah. You know, try to... Like it's like Travis Touchdown was really funny when I was uh when I was like twenty one. Sure. You know? Maybe he's less funny when I'm thirty one. I'm you know, thirty two. Yeah, I, I think that uh f- what I remember about the first game, which is the one that I really played, you right. know, is that there is stuff that, you know, I appreciated then and I would appreciate now, and I think that's true for you too. Yeah. Like one thing that I remember very clearly is the sort of menu system where it's just like various vignettes of Travis doing things at his house. Yeah. Like petting his cat or sitting on the toilet or whatever. Yeah. Like that's kind of funny and charming. No, yeah. I, I do think that there will be cool stuff about the game. Yeah. No More Heroes did some neat stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I loved it, No More Heroes 2 where all the jobs you could do are like 8-bit mini games. You know? <laughs> right, yeah. Um, that was definitely an improvement over the original. Yeah, but I think there might be less to like about it in 2019. Yeah than there was in 2011. I get you. Yeah. Suda51 has been teasing some No More Heroes 3 stuff, and okay. I think E3 is the place we'll see it. Cool. Um, also, maybe Near Automata. That'd be cool. I really just want 
to be able to play the first near game on something besides my busted old 360. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> I mean, you also want me to do that. I do. No, this is actually kind of an internal debate within the, you know, the house of Sean and Daniel. <laughs> Uh, in particular, because the new Final Fantasy XIV expansion is coming out soon, and it's going to have a near Automata raid event Ooh. in it. <laughs> right. And whether or not Daniel gets all the way through Nier and plays Nier Automata, I am going to play Nier Automata <laughs> in advance of me experiencing that. Right. So that I was really... So I got to this point because I was looking over the outline and I was like, but they're not going to put Nier on the Switch, so who cares? <laughs> this isn't going to make Daniel more likely to play Nier Automata. That's that's correct, yeah. Because I already have systems I can play Nier Automata on. Right. I just, like, there's no easy way to play Nier right now. Yeah. Like, it's just... And, like, I know, I like, I know for a fact that Nier Automata, like... So much of Nier Automata's emotional payoff is based on people knowing what happens in Nier. Okay. Like, um, like I, I guess I don't know that for a fact, because right. I've done a pretty good job not spoiling myself on the game. Sure. But that is such a Yoko Taro-ass thing to do. Okay. Like, like Nier ties into other Yoko Taro games, mm -hmm. you know? Like, So, like, if Nier Automata was really a standalone experience, I'd be very shocked. Well, good luck with that. I anticipate that I'm going to wind up playing Nier Automata by myself in my bedroom <laughs> uh, at some point soon. Not and uh, you know, I I think that I'll probably enjoy myself just fine. Yeah, no, you're you are probably right. It will probably just be you playing Nier Automata by yourself. <laughs> but if Square Enix bothered to put Nier on a current gen console, then that would not be the case. That's true. Yeah. So really, the balls in Square Enix's court. And yes, that's the conclusion. And when they fuck that up, you can yell at them. On this Their fault. Up yep, next, yep, great. Up next is Apollo Justice <laughs> Trilogy. Uh, uh, near Apollo Justice <laughs> Trilogy. Uh, Apollo Just by Apollo Justice Trilogy, I mean a trilogy of the fourth through sixth right. Ace Attorney games. I don't know if they'll actually call it the Apollo Justice Trilogy. But uh, since the Phoenix Wright trilogy just came out of Ace Attorney Games 1 through 3, uh -huh. uh, I think we'll get an announcement uh, that Apollo Justice Games 4 through 6 will be put on the Switch, and maybe we'll finally, finally get an Ace Attorney 7 teaser at the end of that. That would be great. Yeah. My prediction with regard to the Ace Attorney 7 teaser is that it will feature a protagonist who is not Phoenix Wright or Apollo Justice. Uh, my prediction is that we're not going to actually see an Ace Attorney 7 teaser until, like, Tokyo Game Show 2019. Assuming that we do, that's my prediction. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Do you think we're going to get one? Um, no. Okay. I actually don't even think we're going to get the Apollo Justice trilogy. That's fair. That's... <laughs> I, to be clear, I, I don't relish feeling that way yeah you know i would love it if we did i just for whatever reason my 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 whole body is like no sean yeah no i can't blame you for that yeah um yeah i'm kind of feeling that too um but i i will for for prediction's sake i will predict the apologist trilogy okay streets of rage 4 Woo! streets of rage 4 actually does not have a confirmed platform yet <laughs> or a or a release date like right. uh I, I think they've said they're aiming for 2019. Okay. So, I think Streets of Rage 4 will be re revealed 
to be coming to the Switch and probably other platforms. Sure. Uh, but they will bring it up at this direct, specifically mention the Switch, actually show some gameplay and some yeah. characters, and uh, and say fall 2019. And reveal that Yuzo Koshiro is contributing to the soundtrack. Yes. Yes, that they will. That would be so great. Yes. Uh, I think all that will happen, and it'll be great. Good. Um. This <laughs> Yeah, we haven't confirmed console yet, so we're proud to announce that Streets of Rage 4 is coming to Switch and exclusively to the Epic Games Store on <laughs> PC. Oh, man. <sighs> the internet would explode. Yeah. And the last thing I put down on this part of the outline is Monster Hunter 5. Yeah! I think it's worth bringing up, but I don't think it's going to happen. No! <laughs> Like, clearly, all the Monster Hunter people are focusing on Monster Hunter World Iceborne right now. Yeah. That's coming out this fall. Looks great. Yeah. Very icy. Yeah. And I think we're getting a Monster Hunter 5 for the Switch, like, next year sometime. Okay. Like, once once they're done working on that world expansion, I think think it'll be the Switch's turn to get some Monster Hunter goodness. But, like, Capcom is so concerned... About people getting confused <laughs> about which Monster Hunter to play, mm-hmm. or getting distracted from one Monster Hunter to play the other. Yeah, that that Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate mm-hmm. came out a year late, <laughs> right. right? It came out like over a year late. Yeah. So, uh, so I think that they are not going to say a fucking word about a Switch Monster Hunter until Iceborne's already out. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm sad to say. Yeah, but I, I think it'll eventually happen. People um, should just be like me and buy all of them and play all of them. <laughs> That's all the specific predictions I have about third-party stuff, but I do think there'll be some big third-party announcements. Okay. Like, Nintendo is already so covered on the first-party front, mm-hmm. but I think the biggest surprises will be third-party surprises. Okay. And uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if there was some kind of collaboration with Microsoft besides potential Smash stuff. Okay. Do you have any third-party predictions in mind? Uh, no, I think that we covered some pretty good ground there. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, th- third-party just seems to have the most capacity for, like, wild cards. You know, mm-hmm. like... Um, well, right, because it could be anybody. Yeah, like, it could be anybody. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it it really does end up being, like, anybody sometimes. <laughs> you know, just, yeah. like, the wildest shit. Anybody is here. <laughs> <laughs> so, with all that... Time for some Smash-related predictions. All right, let's so, smash them up. So we we already talked some Smash stuff uh, in our first part of the E3 predictions because we think that there will be some Microsoft collaboration happening. Right. Um. So, you know, if you're just joining us now, Sean thinks that Banjo-Kazooie will be a rep. Uh, yuck. And I think that Minecrafter will be a, will be a rep. Right. And I think we will have that revealed before the Nintendo Direct, either at the Ultimate Tournament Mm -hmm. or at the Microsoft Press Conference. I'm thinking Microsoft Press Conference for this one. I'm thinking that too, yeah. Like a a 3v3 tournament doesn't seem like really the the place you put an announcement that big. Exactly. So yeah, I think they will announce uh, Minecraft or Banjo at the press conference, at the Microsoft press conference. Cool. It'll, you know, they'll get, like, a trailer, like a character trailer, and then there'll be, like, 
Check the Nintendo Direct tomorrow for more details. Yeah. And then Sakurai will, or, you know, or the narrator will describe the character a bit Mm -hmm. and then shadow drop that character. Nice. Yeah. I dig it. Do we think there'll be more than one character reveal? I think that's the big hot topic. Uh, no. Yeah. Like, I could see it happening. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. be surprised if we got one shadow drop and one announcement that they'll elaborate on later. Okay. But it feels like saving, like spreading things out a little more... Saving that reveal for Evo would make more sense. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, that's the thought. Do we think there'll be any, like, non-character Smash reveals? Oh, uh, what did you have in mind? Well, you know, there could be stuff like Home Run Contest. Oh, or, I see. Or other modes. Um, yeah, I could see him throwing something in there. Yeah. Keep things fresh. Yeah, I think maybe uh, maybe Home Run Contest, definitely, like, more me costumes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I think we'll get, like... Like, the the last Smash content update gave us, like, a bunch of Sega costumes, uh-huh. right? Well, it gave, us, it gave us Persona costumes and it gave us Sonic costumes. Sure. I think this update will give us a bunch of, like, Microsoft costumes, but also costumes from, like, several other third parties, uh, just because it's E3 and they want to, like, look at all this shit! <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they'll kind of expand the costume options. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I do think the Smash reveal is going to be, like, big... And cool, and that we will be able to play it by the end of E3, and it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. All right, I like those predictions. Me too. So we're done with our predictions. We got some listener mail. Let's open that bag up and check out your predictions. Well, that was nice. Thanks. Here's an email from Set Go. Okay. Hey guys, here are my totally unrealistic predictions for Nintendo's <laughs> E3 Direct. My favorite kind of prediction. I think there's going to be some kind of Mario RPG announcement, Hmm. whether it's a new Paper Mario or a new Mario and Luigi game. Okay. Leaning towards Paper Mario, since Mario and Luigi seems to be focusing more on ports lately. Okay. If there is a new Paper Mario, I predict that it will be closer to the Thousand Year Door slash 64 version of gameplay Hmm. rather than the Super Paper Mario or the Sticker Star slash Color Splash versions. I'd like that. At least I hope. It would be a bad idea otherwise. <laughs> and if we're allowed to go crazy with our predictions, I predict that this new Paper Mario game will feature every single sidekick ever featured in a Paper Mario game. <laughs> except not all of them are playable because that would be strange game design. Oh, I see. This is kind of wish fulfillment, but I think it would be an excellent way to draw old fans burned by the previous two Paper Marios back into the franchise with the promise of old favorites. Okay. Also, it would be called... Paper Mario and the Curtain Call? Oh, interesting. What are your dream Paper Mario sequels? And secondly, Mother 3 Port. <laughs> Please. Man, you know... Setgo. Uh First of all, thank you for writing in Setgo. Um, as a big uh, Paper Mario slash Mario and Luigi fan, I would obviously love it if your ID came to pass. One thing that it made me think of is when you were talking about um, you know, first party IPs being developed by third party developers. Yeah. My completely unrealistic dream would be that, you know, we kind of uh we have a black screen and then gradually uh Peach's castle fades into view. Mm-hmm. Uh and then that big ass sword from Super Mario RPG just slams into the castle. <laughs> And we get uh, Super Mario RPG 2 developed by Square Enix. Ah. That's my shit that would 
that would literally cause me to leap out of my seat, scream at the top of my lungs, and then blast off into space. <laughs> uh, that'd be really wild. I don't know what team Square Enix would spare to work on it right now. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, man, that's like, what I want. Like, their Tokyo RPG Factory would be a good fit for that, uh-huh. but they're currently working on Oninaki. Right, Yeah, right. so, like, yeah. That that would be wild. Maybe in the Switch's lifespan at some point. Ah, that'd be so great. But uh, I, I don't think that'll happen at this E3. No, me neither. Um, in terms of Paper Mario, though, that's not a bad thought. I, I'd say, actually, Mario and Luigi might be more likely okay. than Paper Mario this year. Because Intelligent Systems, like, it feels very much like their whole dang crew is working on Three Houses right now. Yeah. Yeah, like, Intelligent Systems probably has multiple teams. I I feel like their main manpower is is Fire Emblem right now. Yeah. And that uh, and that we won't really see a major Intelligent Systems game this year. Okay. Besides that. Sure. Mario & Luigi, on the other hand, is Alpha Dream, but they just put out a port earlier this year. Okay. So... I think like I think we're it's gonna be a little bit before we see them on the Switch. Okay. It'd be really nice to see a Mario RPG. Yeah. But first, as we've established, there's a lot of Nintendo RPGs coming out this year. That is true. And uh and second, yeah, I just don't think uh the teams that would be working on that are ready just yet. Yeah. But I really like that set go and I hope I hope you're right. Same. Especially that Mother 3 thing. First I hope I'm right, then I hope you're right. But it's very close. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Seiko. Yes, thank you. Anthony S. says, Hey guys, I wanted to follow up with you regarding my Nintendo E3 predictions. Okay. One, finally, I think we will get some hard dates on the obvious games, like Luigi's Mansion, Animal Crossing, Link's Awakening, and Pokemon. Okay. Two, for Pokemon Sword and Shield, I'm really hoping we get to see the majority of the Pokedex. i definitely say it's a safe bet to assume the legendaries who will be featured on the box will be revealed. Three, I think the infamous Best Buy Direct will see the light of day at E3, revealing Metroid Prime Trilogy and A Link to the Past. Okay. I'm really keeping my fingers crossed for some kind of Wind Waker slash Twilight Princess port, though. That'd be great. Four, I think Nintendo will reveal one project that will surprise everyone, and I'm going to guess Star Fox. (laughs) I love the characters, though I agree with most that Nintendo has not the slightest clue what to do with them and how to make a good story around them. Like... I agree, and it's so frustrating because the answer is right there. Like, literally, just do what you did with Star Wars sixty, Star Fox sixty four, but with better graphics. Like, just do that. They People already did that for the three DS. That. that didn't work out either. Wait, what was the three DS one? Star Fox sixty four three D. I mean, that's not what I mean. Like, I, I they also mean, tried to do that with Star Fox Zero, and it backfired. Yeah, because they had the t- the motion controls that sucked. <laughs> I anyway, Anthony's not done yet. Five. (laughs) As for Smash, honestly, anything is possible at this point. Fingers crossed for Banjo, but I have a feeling we will be let down with Steve, which would only be a slap in the face to all believers of the RPM triangle. Boy, man, you're making a lot of sense right now. (laughs) Thanks, guys. I can't believe we've gone this long, this many episodes, without referring to the god, the one, the only, the true, the RPM triangle. Thanks, guys. Anthony S. (laughs) this listener mail not sean's soapbox oh just you you get your rpm triangle right up in here (laughs) what does that even mean ding 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 ring in the triangle (laughs) 
Anyway, anyway, thank you for writing it, Anthony. As I guess we should talk about your the shit you said now. Yeah, I I think uh, I think those are some cool predictions. Yeah. Um, I think I think they're gonna kind of hold back a lot of Pokedex stuff for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah. Uh, because they put less and less Pokemon in every Pokemon game, <laughs> right. and I don't I don't think they want to like bust out their whole arsenal like six months before the game comes out. Sure. But uh, I do think you're right about the legendaries, obviously. And yeah, I I, th- I think you got some really cool guesses. the The closer we get to this, the more likely I feel like Banjo is. Like okay. I'm I'm sticking to my Minecrafter prediction, but I I'd say I'd say don't lose hope in Banjo. I haven't. I know. <laughs> um, but uh, but also keep keep Minecrafter in mind. But yeah, thanks, Anthony. Yes, thank you, Anthony. For resurrecting the triangle. The new triangle is Daniel's left eyebrow, Daniel's right eyebrow, and Daniel's mouth when he makes the expression of disgust that I say whenever I say the RPM triangle. That's the, that's the Daniel triangle. I'm great. <laughs> James M is back. Welcome back, James M. James M says, hey guys, I want to make a few theories about Nintendo announcements at E3. One. Nintendo, or some other company, will announce two DLC fighters for Smash. Okay. Two, a new Professor Layden title. Ah. Touchscreen or cursor can be used. Okay. Three, a new Pikmin title or a repackaging of one through three. Nice. Four, Animal Crossing controversy of some sort. (laughs) My money is on microtransactions. Uh Five, Super Mario 2 paid DLC for Mario Maker 2. Bonus... Shy Guy is featured in this promo and revealed for Smash. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Birdo is also a DLC possibility. Hmm. James M. Those are some bold predictions. Yeah. I like the flavor of a lot of them. Yeah, you know? it's tasty. Yeah, nom nom. <laughs> yeah, uh, some of it overlapped with some of our predictions, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I think you are right about Animal Crossing controversy, mm-hmm. uh, though... Um, I think the controversy will just be that it's delayed. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and uh, that's boy, the shy guy in Birdo. That's that's pretty bold. Yeah, you can say that again. I don't know if that's the most likely, but I like your courage, yeah, James. For sure. Thanks for writing in, buddy. Yes, thank you. Here's something from Vinny G. All right, Vinny G. Vinny G says, "You have opened a Pandora's box and you cannot close it." <laughs> Let's talk about holy the, shit. Let's talk about the Smash Bros cinematic universe. <laughs> because you guys, who do you think created the super ape known as Donkey Kong? Dr. Mario. <laughs> I'm not sure if this was the case that got Mario's medical license revoked or if this was the case that estranged the third Mario brother from the other two. <laughs> the that is a great fucking setup. And it ties so well into what we were already doing. <laughs> yeah. Like, just like a bitter-ass Jonah Hill Mario. Like, oh man, I used to be a doctor. Now I'm stuck cleaning out these pipes. All because I experimented on some stupid ape who's probably dead. <laughs> Cut to the zoo. <laughs> I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny then says... Okay, on to actual predictions. I'll try to keep these short, 
They go from most likely to least likely. Okay. Uh, Vinny then goes on to list 20 predictions. Wow. I will say five of them that I think are interesting. Okay. And I'll... They'll, Pre- preserve the order. Yeah, I'll preserve the order. Yeah. Dragon Quest Eleven will have its release date revealed for later in June. Okay. And Slime will become available as the next Smash DLC that same day. Hmm. Not Airdrick, but Slime. I am dying on this hill. All right. Get ready to die. <laughs> Please live, Vinny. <laughs> Town will be mentioned, but it will be delayed till 2020. Hmm. We might find out its actual title, which I'm going to say is Moonstone Village. Hmm. Or wait, The Mystery of Moonstone Village. <laughs> title? Oh, wow. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I should not have read that one. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Rabbids Kingdom Battle, the sequel. You two already talked about this, and I should have brought it up last week, but I do have a few follow-up questions. Will this sequel still be in the Mario world, or will it expand to other game worlds like hmm. Hyrule, Zebes, and Popstar? That'd be cool. What game worlds do you think they would expand to? How will Kingdom Battle 2 make itself distinct from the first one, how long can you talk about rabbits before Sean responds to everything with a groan or fart uh, noise? Or fart noise. <laughs> um, if I had to expand, I, I got two more to read, and then we'll and then we'll answer his questions. I'm not gonna be able to remember all his questions. If we <laughs> I I can reread them when we get to that uh, point. Stop interrupting the email. <laughs> uh, a lot of nostalgic classics from the N64 will be available in the eShop including Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie. We'll all get our hopes up about Banjo and Smash, but it will be Crafter instead. We will cry large blocky tears, which when combined with four wood can make a tear sword. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And the least likely option, Untitled Goose Game is revealed to be coming out on June 11th. The Goose will be revealed as free Smash DLC. (laughs) Thank you, Vinny. Yes, thank you. So, jumping back to your Rabbids Kingdom Battle questions... I think there'll still be Mario stuff happening in the sequel. Yeah. Um, and at the very least, I don't think they'll expand to non-Mario franchises like Zelda and Kirby. Okay. I do think that they could expand. So I th- I think what I said last time was that Rabbids Kingdom, Rabbids 2, Mario and Rabbids 2 will be revealed at the Ubisoft conference, right? right? That it will introduce wario and rabid waluigi right. right i think riffing off of wario land stuff and i think maybe even riffing off of wario where stuff okay is like in that wheelhouse okay uh maybe we'll see some donk some more donkey kong stuff again sure i think basically it will branch out to different parts of the mario mythos like maybe we'll go to new donk city mm-hmm. like maybe we'll uh maybe we'll even see like like a Mario Party section or something, you know. Sure, sure. I think they'll, I think they'll reference a lot of different parts of Mario and Mario sub franchises, but I don't think they'll go explicitly outside of of Mario. I don't think they'll do Zelda. I don't think they'll do Metroid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I am inclined to agree. However, if they were to expand outside of Mario, I would want to, it to be to Kirby. Um, okay. I think that they, you know. Ubisoft could do a lot of fun things with kind of mashing Mario and Kirby and Rabbids together. Yeah, that, that'd be really fun. I don't think it's likely, but it would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think the cool thing about the Rabbids is that they could ride a shopping cart, uh, like, into 
uh, like a pipe. And then like when it shoots out of the pipe, uh, they're like, ah, you know, and then, uh, yeah. and then like, um, you know, like, um, they'll, they'll like grab a plunger and like, there's a toilet there and then they'll like dance on the toilet and they'll be like, ah, and, uh, and then, uh, what the rabbits will do is they'll, uh, they'll like, um, they will eat Mario and, <laughs> and then like Mario, like as he's being digested by the rabbits will be like, oh this is a bore and then the rabbits will be like Arr! and uh Vinny, the answer to your question is that apparently the answer Sean... to your question is that mario rabbits 2 is canceled forever <laughs> your your answer is that apparently sean can go a long time without groaning or making a fart noise when i talk about the rabbits because instead i just rendered him speechless i was giving him such an opening and he was just looking at me dumbfounded i didn't know what the fuck you were doing <laughs> yeah yeah, I, I wanted to see if I could make you groan, and uh, I, it's it's as difficult in real life as it is in the bedroom. I don't know where it's, I'm going with that. Yeah, it's it's only difficult in both of those circumstances <laughs> if I don't feel like you're just like doing the wind up to a long and stupid <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the punchline was you getting exasperated, so I guess in the end we still got there. <laughs> anyway, thanks, Vinny. Thanks, Vinny. <laughs> Hope that was as satisfying for you as it wasn't for Sean. <sighs> All right, and one, let's do one last email from John W. Oh, welcome, John W. Yeah, welcome. Hey, Dan and Sean. I've just finished binge listening to all the episodes since Ultimate's release. Wow. And I have to say, John Mulaney as Luigi is perhaps <laughs> the greatest singular thing I've ever heard on a podcast. Good. Anyway, I made a short list of my predictions, leaving out some of the expected stuff like Pokemon or Animal Crossing. I'm going wacky for this one. One, an Earthbound anniversary collection to coincide with the 30th anniversary of the Mother series includes all three games released for the Switch... And the reveal will include a pre-recorded message from Reggie <laughs> before he retired that includes some weird skit. Muppets may or may not be featured. Okay. Two, a double Smash reveal with Airdrick being revealed after the Smash World Championship on Saturday mm -hmm. and Banjo being revealed after either first or last in the direct. Okay. Airdrick is shadow dropped and Banjo is slated for later in the year. No new mode alongside Airdrick, apart from DLC Spirits, but Banjo comes with Home Run Contest. Nice. Three, either Super Mario Odyssey 2 or Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel tease for a 2020 release. Oh. Neither will be the center of the show and largely will be saved for a direct later this year and next year's E3. Interesting. Super Mario Odyssey 2 will feature a Savannah Kingdom in a spooky Boo Woods kingdom. Ha. And Zelda will have a new open world inspired by Termina. Hmm. I like that. Thanks for being awesome, you guys. John W. Thank you, John W. Yeah. Glad you're enjoying the podcast. Yeah. Thank you for the good mail. And yeah, those are really cool predictions. Yeah. I would not be surprised if you, uh, you went up on the money with some of this because they're both like weird enough to be Nintendo and like, uh, very, very specific. Yeah, um, I can't say that I would be disappointed if any of them came to pass. Yeah, um, 
we will pull this back out and applaud you if any of them end up being <laughs> any level of accurate because I think those are really cool. Agreed. Yeah, I I do think uh, that 2020 or 2021 is when we're getting a new 3D Zelda game, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're talking about it at E3 this year. So if you're right and I'm wrong, John, I'll be very happy. Yeah, good job, you know, preemptively, if you are correct. <laughs> if not, taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, John. Thanks for the mail. Yes, thank you. And thanks, everybody, for the mail. Yes. And thanks, everyone, that mailed us and we didn't have room to include... Uh, but we did read all of it, and uh, we we always love E3 prediction fever. It's good times, yes, and we appreciate it. I guess we should make it clear: like, if we don't get a Microsoft uh, Smash DLC character, or if we get more than one DLC character, who do we think is showing up? Uh, so wait, is this if we don't get a Microsoft DLC character, and we get, or is it one it, and then it, the it's, other? It's it's yeah, it's, it's one of the other. Like basically, like. If we get Microsoft and another DLC character, or if we just we get one DLC character but it's not Microsoft, who do we think? Who do we think is that that instead or that additional? Uh, well, I think that uh, you know if we get Microsoft and one other, then the other is Eardrick. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, but I thought yeah, I thought it'd be worth making that clear. Sure. Yeah. Okay. If you want to know where else you can find us, we are part of Beep Boop Group. Yes. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Beep Boop Group. We've been doing a lot on that Patreon lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a exclusive podcast called Beep Boop Soup. Yes. A new episode every month, and you can get it for a dollar a month. Yeah. Uh, we also do uh, fun bonus content and deleted scenes. Mm-hmm. We actually recorded a new thing specifically for... The Patreon is kind of a milestone yes. uh, reward uh, called a smashing debate where Sean and I hash out whether the Nintendo DS or the PlayStation Portable is better. And boy, we ran into some big audio issues with that. But uh, but the debate itself is pretty cool and it yes. should be up soon. Yeah. Um, and it, it looks like we're also going to be doing a new debate with better audio quality. Which is cool. Yeah. So yeah, if any of that sounds interesting, consider giving us your support. And either way, you listening fills our hearts with warm fuzzies regardless. Yes, agreed. Next time on A Smashing Theory, E3 2019 Reactions. Woo! Get ready for us to be either blown away or underwhelmed. (laughs) Also get ready for us to either be super right about shit or really embarrassed. Yes. Uh, yeah, either way, um, we will be recording pretty much the evening of Nintendo's Direct on Tuesday, Mm -hmm. and that means you'll be getting an episode a week early. Woo! So, uh, once you have experienced the, uh, the E3 yourself, Mm -hmm. uh, Tuesday afternoon, uh, send us what, send us your reactions, send us what you thought what you think it could mean for the future of Nintendo and other video game companies. Yeah. Um, we're looking forward to hearing your predictions and we'll read our favorites on the podcast. You can contact us by tweeting at us at a smashing theory mm-hmm. and also follow our Twitter. Cause as you heard earlier, we do giveaways and stuff sometimes we do. And uh, you can also email a smashing theory at gmail.com. Yes. We will see you very soon with some talk about Pokemon and E3 and stuff. And in the meantime, keep those peepers open, watch E3, and have a smashing time doing so. 
Thanks for talking about my peepers. Oh, no problem. You have very nice peepers, Mr. Thorson. Goodbye. They're lovely. No. Special thanks. Special thanks. Special thanks to Lonald. Thank you, Lonald. 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 You're, you're good. You are. You're a good dude, Lonald. Yes. You probably don't listen to the Smashing Theory special thanks, because like, uh, you never seem like too much of a Smash guy. Right. But if you're listening, we appreciate you, we love you, and you're great. We actually still have your like happy holidays thing up on our fridge, and every time I pass by, I'm like, oh, because you got your family on there, and you guys are just great. You are just great. Special thanks to Nymph. Thank you, Nymph. Nymph, I we're preparing for you to uh, stay with us for a little while. Come visit the city of Chicago, and I want you to know that I uh, hefted the mattress that you'll be sleeping on during that time up two flights of stairs by myself. Not because Daniel was unwilling to help, but because I got home from work, the mattress was there, and I was just like, oh fine and i just did it myself and then he bragged about how strong he was for like 10 minutes i didn't do it for 10 minutes you said <laughs> uh, you said i was going to help you and i said well i'm pretty strong and then you just radiated strongness for like 10 minutes <laughs> i see yeah i'm glad you're a very reliable narrator <laughs> he was so strong about his muscles <laughs> and his his beef on the inside yeah i was yeah, just, <laughs> yeah i was just walking around going like oh man you you definitely wouldn't want to lift that mattress up the stairs you got to have some interior beef like me (laughs) (laughs) sean interior beef francis is grateful for your contribution nymph yes indeed uh special thanks to my girlfriend amy lee thank you amy lee yeah thank thank you for doing that debate thing with us earlier i'm sorry that uh that the audio got weird but you were great still yeah uh yes you were a very good moderator and uh you know i'm sure that uh our uh, patrons will enjoy hearing that uh once we do release the episode yeah and special thanks to leo thank you l-e-o your name is leo thanks for not doing a lion thing this time Leo, thank you, and I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, don't. Uh, I don't know why Daniel's apologizing. <laughs> There's nothing to apologize for that I have done. You're a, a champ for still being here, <laughs> and I, I appreciate you so much. Just like the lion is the champ of the savannah. God Savannah. damn it. <laughs> if you find special thanks that are this great also and yep. good, you can go to patreon.com slash group and back us at the $20 tier a month or higher, and we will do this at the end of all of our podcast projects. We sure will. For you. Yep. Thanks to all of our special thanks patrons and thanks to everyone listening. Uh good times, goodbyes. Good for you. Good good. Good times, goodbyes, good for you. Good good. Bye. Bye.